Another episode of Pisons and Pylons coming at you, soothing your ears. Today, no Vinny. So what we're doing, we're going to break it down. Baseball, what we're at so far. I don't even think, what are we, quarter, no, I don't even think we're a quarter into the season. Uh, but we're going to break not, down not baseball. Yet. What we see so far, uh, three surprise, three things that have surprised us. And we could break down our favorite team, the Mets, uh, as um, as they uh, seem to struggle, you know. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll start us off here. Uh, I'm, first off, I'm so happy baseball's back, you know, with fans. It's awesome. Uh, at, yeah. at, at, at this recording, today's single to mile, May 5th, uh, Yankees uh, just played the Astros in the Bronx, and it was great to hear the Astros get booed, um, it's especially since I can't stand the Yankees. But it almost, you know, it, like the Astros might have stole the – so at least a World Series appearance from them. I don't say World Series victory because they still have to play no. the Dodgers. But yeah. – they stole an appearance from them for sure, in my opinion. Altuve knew, and and you know what's you know what's so telling about that when when Altuve hits a home run in Game Six, and you see Chapman's face, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah, like, like, dude, he, he knew something on. was up. Yeah, it's like yeah. Chapman's like, no one has hit that all year, and you hit it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. so it was great to hear um, the expletives at the Astros last night. Even if I if I was in attendance, I would have been doing the same thing. Because I can't stand yeah. the Astros, and they will forever. I don't care as long as we live. I will raise my kids as to never respect that franchise for cheating, and that's just how it's going to be forever. Yeah. I hope Altuve does not make it into the Hall of Fame. I hope all his players and there's an asterisk forever. That being said, one of my biggest surprises from that division itself has to be Seattle Mariners. Now, we it, when we discussed our preseason rankings here. We said, we both said, if the Mariners would be good, their players would have to hit and the pitching would have to, you know, somewhat fend, fend from themselves. They have gotten the hitting, not to mention Kyle Lewis didn't even start the year, right? Guys like yep. Dylan Moore, Evan White, Hanniger's back and better than ever. Than it is. It, this is 2017, Mitch Hanniger. Um, and the pitching has been ridiculous. You know, their bullpen, they're one of the best bullpens in baseball. You know, Justin Dunn's in there. Rafael Montero is closing games. What is going on over there in Seattle, Chris? Oh, yeah. All the young guys are contributing. Like you said, great pitching. You know, some former Mets contributing there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great to see them, you know, thriving and succeeding. Yeah. Uh, earlier than we predicted because we, I think we Early, said I, – I, I say like 2023, they would win the division. So, yeah. maybe that and could happen if, this year. I don't know. If it wasn't for the Astros going on, what, a 12-game winning streak, whatever it was, they would be in yeah. first place. Because they're yep. only two games behind the Athletics, we're at 19 wins. They're at 17. Um, but we have seen this before by the Mariners. 2019, they yep. were they were the best team at one point after two weeks into the season. You know, Domingo Santana clubbing over there, Kyle Seeger playing hot. So yep. this and then they had Felix Hernandez, older Felix Hernandez. You know, they had better pitching and they, and they had names there. Now, which is Kyle Lewis, Mitch Haniger. Maybe they bring up clinic. I don't know, but um, Possibly. I don't know. The, this Mariners team looks like it could be here to stay. I wouldn't say that they're going to win the division. Might not even make a, a playoff appearance. But if you're a Seattle Mariners fan, you got to feel great about what the team's doing on, on the field, the product they're putting out. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But like you said, one. like you said, yeah, they they've done this before. They, they've been good like the first half of, half of the year then they kind of fizzle yeah. out so yeah the biggest thing is you know keeping this momentum going throughout the year and hopefully they could get a playoff spot absolutely it'd be really great to see new teams in the playoffs you know i really i really like seeing that kind of stuff 
Um, you know, I'm a little disappointed the way the Astros are, uh, the Astros are playing. I can't stand the Astros. Uh, the way that I've, Angels are playing. Because yep. Mike Trout is batting 400 and they have a losing record, yeah. you know? So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Kind of, I'm kind of upset. I traded him in fantasy, you know, but yep. hindsight's 2020. But um, yep. I'm yeah, enjoying yeah, that. It's, it's, just, it's, just an, it's just another Astros year. It's I, like they're going to they're gonna lose again. Seems like and Mike Trout is just going to be in the abyss, you know, a world is going to, yep. he's going to go to the Hall of Fame and not have anything to show for it. Yeah, but, but, uh, to, uh, continue on the Angels. Otani has been incredible too. He's been hitting. Yeah, so he's hitting, look, and he, he's hitting, and he's pitching great too. So, and they yeah. need his pitching because they're pitching. Quintana is getting shelled. Uh, Alex Cobb's been shaky. Andrew Haney might have been might be the best pitcher they have right now. Uh, but the the guys they brought in, Dylan Bundy, Cobb, and Quintana, are just not just not doing what they want. I think Quintana's got like a ten ERA. You know, he's not pitching well. Not pitching no, well yeah. at all. Yeah, but yeah, they have two superstars now, and they're still not winning. So I don't know no. what else they can do there in uh, Anaheim to help Trout out because it's just, just it's not Trout. working. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah. yeah, just start over and just trade them and just bit, rebuild. Well, it doesn't help that they have Justin Upton and Albert Pujols taking up basically out with Albert Pujols, Trout, and Upton, and now you throw in Rendon. Rendon you know, those yeah. are th- those are four guys that are making almost a, a billion dollars. Yeah, and, and then that, that's what happens. Win. Yeah, Fletcher's a good player. Dave Fletcher's a good player. He's going to get paid. He's going to have to get paid. And they're, they're, they're going to be suction cup. And Jared Walsh, a good player too. These guys yeah. are going to have to get paid eventually. And I just don't know, are they going to have the capital for it? And they'll never be able to get – I truly believe they will never be able to have great pitching the way they're tied right now. It, uh, even though Pujols is leaving, they're, they're, they're tied to Rendon uh, and Trout. And you, yep. you just can't bring in a, a solid pitcher with those with the, the bank all those two guys have. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it's it's virtually impossible to do that. So yeah. you're gonna have to try to find either get rid of one of Trout and Rendon to try to clear up the uh, space, or try to get creative with the analytics and bring in like maybe do like a money ball type thing like the A's did, and bring yeah. in these cheap guys to you know help them out. Well, talking about that, my second. Um, Second thing that surprised me, we'll, 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 we'll jump back to you in a second here. The the pitching staff of the San Francisco Giants. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me right now? Are you yeah. kidding me right now? Talk about <laughs> analytics. Aron Sanchez, who hasn't pitched, what, since 2018, 2019? Yep. He, awesome. He's pitching great. Then you have um, – uh, not Kendall Graveman. Uh, is it Kendall Graveman? No, I, I think it's not Kendall Graveman. But they're uh, – I'll pull him up in a second. Their pitching staff is right now, if I'm not mistaken, is the best in baseball. The best in baseball. And it has propelled yep. them to a number one, leading that division. And the Dodgers are look like they're a little bit struggling right now. And, yep. and the Padres are, you know, they're playing well, but they, 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 they lost to the Dodgers, you know? So, yeah. So, but yeah, what's your take on what's going on over here? No, definitely a very surprising team. I think we had them, what, like four coming in maybe third I, I had fourth them one of the division? One of the worst. Well, yeah, I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in baseball this year. Kevin Gosman is what I'm thinking. Like Anthony DiScafani, yeah. they took him on a flyer. The Reds said, we don't want you anymore. And he's pitching lights out. When Cueto has been healthy, he's been, dyna- he's been dynamite. And same thing with Gosman. They just put him on the deal actually at IL today. But Gosman's been pitching lights out too. And Jake McGee comes out of the bullpen. And, you know, they, they have a solid pitching staff. Yep. 
And Alex Wood just transition transformed his career. Guy who looked like he yeah. was in the dumps. Yeah, just it's, it's amazing right now what they're doing. And but again, like like the Mariners, can they sustain this momentum and do it the whole exactly. year? Pro- my guess is probably not because of the Dodgers and Padres. They're probably gonna you know catch it. Uh, I don't think the Giants play. have played the Padres yet or the Dodgers. So. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think they have either. I don't have their schedules in front of me. Not to mention, the Padre, the, the Giants lineup is very streaky. Uh, the Brandon Belt is, you know, a, a streaky hitter. Brandon Crawford usually hits Mendoza line every year, right? Yeah. Evan Longoria is 40 walking out into the, you know, the field. Buster Posey is the only sure thing there. Even Yastrzemski, you know, hits, uh, hits a little under 300. You got Donovan Solano, who I don't know. I didn't think this guy played baseball anymore until – and then he comes in 2020 and he hits – 300 so yeah you know I don't know, I, I, I don't know what they're doing over there in the bay but uh it's working yep. it's it clicking, is... so we'll see but yeah but like we said before when, once they play the dodgers and padres then that's the real competition we'll see real if they can match up there see if they can match 100 so we'll see all right what do you got um my surprising things i mean the first thing is the orioles and matt harvey Oh he's dude. I watch. I watch when he played. When he pitched against the Yankees, uh, he he had six innings of one run baseball. He looked like yeah. He looked like he was 2014 Matt Harvey. It was awesome to watch when he was you know because I can't watch I can't watch the Orioles games. But when I saw his pitch, I threw on yes. That's the only time I watched the Yankees. Yep. And I think he's on he's on track to uh, pitch against the Mets. I think next week when they play. No way, really. Yeah. I think, yeah, if, if, if everything goes well this weekend, like he doesn't get hurt or anything, I think he's going to pitch against the Mets. And that's going to be a great homecoming for him. I hope that the fans cheer for him because he was – he did a great job with the him. Mets. Yeah, I it wasn't his fault that he got hurt all that stuff happened. But no. He, yeah, he and the, it, the, the Mets back. The injury he has or had that, uh, you know, they, they remove a rib. And I, I can't I – can't, I don't know the, the name of the surgery he had, but they remove a rib. And the same surgery happened to Chris Archer. Now, Chris Archer has not been anything of what he used to be in his rookie and sophomore year. And I could not believe when the Pirates gave up their entire future for fucking Chris Archer. I I was mind blown. And then the the Rays get him back. And he he had the same thing where you can't can't feel your your fingers, your tips of your fingers when you pitch. And you need that to grip the ball, and yep. he Matt, and Chris Archer is now out for. I think he's done for the year. He's gonna have surgery again. But that's you know, I, I'm glad Harvey got that feel back because you might not get the feel back, and you can't you can't you can't throw anything. You just throw fastballs. You know when you have that thing. He pitched to yep. a 4-0 ERA this year so far in 31 innings, and for an Orioles team that's very playing playing you know average to what we thought they would be. Yeah, you you can't beat that. No. No, he, yeah, he's been great for them, and just for, for his sake, I hope he continues it because he he deserves that success. Yeah, and maybe maybe one day he'll get that contract that he always wanted, you know, that hundred million. Yeah, he's not going to get the hundred million no. contract. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put my life savings on that one. But it's good to see because when he left the Mets, he was you know he, he sucked in uh, Cincinnati. He couldn't even make the Royals opening day roster, right? Then he yeah, goes to yeah. Anaheim and 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 stunk over there too. And he comes over to Baltimore and, you know, he's able to stay healthy and, uh, and pitch. You know, maybe one thing that he's done that changed up is he's just throwing for contact. He's not looking for strikeouts anymore, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, he, he evolved. He's changing his game. You know, to He's changing his, his new, game. His new uh, pitching style. So that's because great if to you see throw, him Yeah, if you throw too hard and you're trying to get strikeouts, you're just going to leave balls over the plate and you're just going to walk people. And then it's just – and then, yeah. you, you know, you get thrown out of games. And if you're trying to throw too hard, you know. Yeah, it, make, it, it makes you work harder. And that, that's something he probably doesn't want to do. He just wants to, you know, get contact and get outs. And that's the main purpose of a pitcher, just to get the outs you can. Absolutely. And the AL East is pretty, you know, excuse me, it's pretty um, competitive, just like the NL East is right now. Um, yeah. we, can, we, we can hop on that in a second here. Um, well, what do you have? I'll, go, I'll go right into yeah. it. I, I'm going to say the, the NL East is definitely not living up to expectations. No, right so that's our second surprise here. But – what you could say is they're not living up to expectations or they're playing as to what we thought because we all said that this was going to be the most competitive division. Now, yeah. the, Mets, the Mets have played the Phillies in three, three series already so far. I think every yes. game has been decided by a run, a two, two runs or one run. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been uh, very close. So that la- the last game, if it wasn't for Diaz blowing it, would have been the only game <laughs> that was decided by a run, you know? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, uh, the Phillies are in first place, and the Red Sox are in first place um, in, in their respective division in the AOS. Yeah, yeah, so everything we said is flipped now. It's we said flipped. that the Red Sox are going to be one of the worst teams and the Phillies are one of the worst teams, but yeah. now they're on top. So uh, hey, it's, it's pretty, crazy right now. Yeah, and the Yankees started off so slow, uh, yeah. but they finally caught their groove. Um, I still wouldn't say they're back yet because they did sweep the Tigers, who are probably the worst – baseball team I've ever seen put together uh, yep, this year. I agree. <laughs> uh, so you're supposed to sweep that team, and they did. Um, I, I'm not all in on Corey Kluber yet because he pitched seven innings of shutout ball against the Tigers, like we just said. And not yep. to mention, Jose Urania, uh, that last game where Kluber pitched, he went up against him. He shut up. He retired 16th straight Yankees. So, you know, they're not there yet, all right? And, you know, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. I'm not saying you – know, I, to- I said they're going to win this division win 100 games. They might have won 100 games at the way they're at right now. But they, 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 they should still win the division, but it is still concerning that Jose Urania and the Detroit Tigers <laughs> retired the, the, the rest of the game, you know, after Kyle Higashioka hit that one, uh, hit that one run, which is awesome too because Gary Sanchez is an absolute bum, and it just shows you the work ethic that it seems this guy doesn't have. They get better at the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, crazy stuff happening right now. But I, I think the Yankees will, will get it together. Yeah, the bullpen's there. I rolled this Chapman is still one of the best closers in the game, and they hit. They're gonna get Luke Voigt back, who led the league in homers last year. Uh, They just need to. They get. They gotta do something with Aaron Hicks. I'm. He's just not it. He's never been it. I don't know why they're so infatuated with Aaron Hicks. You know, he has a decent arm. You know, the guy never passed over two fifty. He, I think he bat two sixty three once. The guy never passed over two fifty. He doesn't hit thirty homers. He doesn't steal bases. What you know? So what do you need him for? I guess, I guess maybe for his glove. You, you put Clint you Frazier in – yeah, but he's not hitting. There, you know what I mean? You put Clint yeah. Frazier in center. You put Brett Garner in left, Judge in right, and that's already a better outfield than with what they got right now. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I'm not I don't a Yankee know. fan, so I hope Cash doesn't hear that because he might take my advice. For all we know, we, yeah. I mean, we should be GMs at this point. Yeah, yeah, we know what we're doing. I bet that guy yeah. Dominguez is probably better than Aaron Hicks right now. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like the kid they got in the minors. Yeah, definitely. Right now, he's probably better than him. Oh, God. So, yeah, he's horrible. Um, uh, well, let's see. My, did I give – I gave two, right? Yeah, two. You, you, we're rolling off, you know, the, the the Yankees and the Red Sox and whatnot. All right, my third biggest surprise is I'm, I'm going to say 
Francisco Lindor in his slump. Oh, God. The guy can't hit right now. It's sad to watch. Crazy. And, and then they, went, they fired Shelly Davis and the assistant uh, hitting coach. And I but think he, that that move is concerning as a fan because – actually, not even a fan. It's concerning as Luis Rojas better be ready to win games because if they don't if they don't if they leave St. Louis without winning two or three he might be the next guy to go Steve Cohen this feels like uh, Michael K said it best he's he's very it seems like that move was Steinbrenner-esque and if you don't put production out there you're gone and he'll find somebody else to get production no but that's what you have to do you can't be just sitting around and do nothing about it if you yeah. see a problem you have to address it you know what I mean and, this is a playoff yeah. caliber team they have to they have to perform but the one thing about the Mets, though, is they weren't – Lindor wasn't hitting. You know, J, J, Chili Davis transformed J.D. Davis as a hitter. J.D. Davis yeah. is, bat, is consistently batting over 300 the three years he's been here with the Mets. Um, and P. Alonso is hitting well, 59 home – not 59 homers. You know, the 50 home run season. Conforto is yeah. batting 280, you know, 260. He got him out of that horrid slump he had in 2016. Yeah. Um, and they hit 17 hits the two nights before, previously of Chile was getting fired. And they hit and they hit um in the night the night he got fired against St. Louis. They had they had yeah. what nine hits? Yeah, on so, uh, five runs. Yeah. I think he got fired because he paid Lindor all this money and he's not hitting. That's where I think it was. You because oh, you yeah, can't yeah. trade Lindor, you can't cut Lindor. So he's like, all right, I'm gonna fire this guy. Maybe somebody else can get Lindor to hit. And I hope this doesn't have uh, you know, trickling effects to the rest of the team because it seemed that everybody liked Chili Davis, yep. and the, and the and the and the hitting coaches that they had there, you know, and prompted the Donnie the Donnie Diesel, you know, because <laughs> once the Mets started hitting, they they started to have some fun because they knew they weren't hitting, and yep. you could see in their faces. Uh, but once they started hitting, they were having some fun, you know, and hopefully, you know, ho- hopefully players don't go into slumps because of, because of what happened. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I 100% agree that it has to, it definitely has to do with Lindor and his production. Yeah. So I guess the, the message that Shelly Davis was preaching to the Lindor, I guess he wasn't getting it. So maybe a new voice would help him out. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, hopefully it doesn't trickle down to the rest of the team because I think Alonzo started crying at his locker when he found out that Shelly Davis yeah. got fired. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's only known Shelly Davis. Shelly Davis has been teaching him forever. You yeah. know? Yeah, so hope and he's been heating up too lately. So hopefully, oh yeah, um, he's we'll he's seeing the ball well. Yeah, so you know, hopefully whoever the, the guy the guy they brought in now is an analytical guy. Uh, I I can't tell you his name. His name is just like the the Eagles coach. You know, it's I yeah, I like, I, I, like, I, like, I, I, or Qu- I, I could like I, I will never remember his name. I will always remember Chili Davis' name. Just like I know Eric Thames is the Yankees hitting coach. It's a simple name. Yeah. You know, they've been there forever. You can remember stuff like that. This guy, I probably will never, you know, never remember. But yep. I am very concerned with the Mets right now. And why I'm concerned is that even though they've played about four or five games less than the rest of the league, uh, minus the Nationals, four games less than that, um, they have scored 76 runs. Now, that is the lowest in baseball. Even the Detroit Tigers have scored more runs than 86. So... <laughs> And, right. and the Detroit Tigers have eight wins. So the Mets have scrubbed up 11 wins on 76 runs is concerning. That's concerning to me. The Nationals are the Nationals have 88 runs, and they have a 12-13 and 13 record. Um, yeah, yeah. But the thing with that is the Mets are getting guys on base. They're just not bringing them in. Right. So, and they're not, they're not bringing them in, and that's concerning. Yeah. It's just going to stay on forever because you, you're not going to win 
you know, you're not winning games with a minus a run differential under 20. It's just no. not going to happen. No. Right now they're at they're at under 13. I mean, yeah. if they start hitting with runners in scoring position, obviously that number is going to go up and they're going to score more runs. So I think the biggest factor is getting guys on and getting them in. Yeah, that's why the injury to J.D. Davis is, is monumental to this team right now. But I let yeah. Jonathan Villar has been probably the best signing we've I've I've witnessed in a while, besides the trade yeah. for Juan Uribe. That because you know it, he's like the kind of player that brings light to the locker room and he has fun while he's on the field and his yeah. base running. His baseball IQ is—it's better than anybody else's I've seen in a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah. When and he stole I, home the other day, that—that that was crazy. He caught them sleeping, and he just—he stole uh, a run, and we yeah, needed he stole, that run. Steals a run, and then he stole third base the other night. You see that against against yeah. the Cardinals? He made his yeah. way all the way to third base. We couldn't bring him in, but ah, uh, it just like yeah. it, when you see that kind of you know, movement and that, you know, that, that, that kind of play, it just makes you more, you, you feel better that this, this guy's on your team and he led the league of stolen bases. What? 2017, 2016. He swiped 56 bag. I think for the Brewers, this yeah. guy, the, 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 this guy could play. He's, he's fast. He's a little bit older, but he, he, he can hit, he could play. Um, Cause I'm so concerned yeah. about Nimmo. Have you watched Nimmo's that fast lately? Even though he's injured, the guy's late on everything, you know, yeah, he, he got yeah, off to a hard start, there. but he's been, he's been God awful. And no, but he had that, that streak where he was on base for like the first like 20 games. No, I know. Yeah, he, he had the streak, but ever since then, he's been his the, the last two weeks he's batted 182 a, with an OP, OBP of 0.33. So he was getting on base at an, at an average pace, but the guy is hitting 182. He, it's, he's either walking or he's getting a single. Yeah. And which is good. I mean, he's getting on base, but yeah, you, got, you have to produce more. And then, no, so, um, I like that now McNeil's the leadoff hitter. I think he's – Oh, yeah. Well, Lindor's leading off tonight, right? I didn't see that, but, yeah, he, he might be. Hopefully that, that, hopefully that gets him going. But I like Nimmo but, as a leadoff hitter because he gets on base. But I think McNeil gets more contact in the leadoff spot. Oh, so, yeah. You know, it, it's give or take with, with either of them at, uh, batting first. But it helps that Nimmo's hurt now because you don't have that problem. You just you could bat either Lindor yeah. or McNeil first. But – We'll see what happens going forward during the uh, rest of the year. And another thing to think about is, do we think after we see Chili Davis get fired, um, um, which we'll call it, I think the Met maybe the Mets might make a trade earlier in the trade deadline. I can see that. Right? Yeah. If, he's, if make, he doesn't like the, inc- the inconsistent play and this division is going to get tough and someone in this division is going to get a big player. We don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, this because right, as of right now, there are three teams in play, and don't and it's not, and, I, and I'm not even counting the Braves yet. The Braves bullpen starting pitching has been absolutely dreadful this year, it's been it's yep. been borderline garbage, okay? Definitely, and, but they get they get Soroka back, um, but they lose Melanson now. Melanson's closing games out for the for the Padres at a at an almost Houston Street esque rate right now. The guy's you know pitching yeah. lights out baseball. Yeah, and, he's like 10 for 10 in save opportunities. Yeah, he's got like a – I think he's got a sub-1 ERA. Guy's not, guy's nuts. Yeah. Um, but someone you – know, so there's three teams that play right now. The Phillies are in first. You got the Nats and you got the Mets. Someone's going to get somebody. And then you still get the Braves coming up the pipeline. So, yeah. I don't but, know. Like, who, who knows? Who is that guy that they get? I, I, I don't couldn't know tell who, you because be it seems like every team but the Tigers are in contention for their division right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's in place still. Yeah, but I think it's it's still very early to, it's still you know, very to determine early. who's who's in contention, who's not. So I don't see a move like 
I can see it before the deadline, but not not relatively soon. You know what yeah. I mean? The Mets are going to make a move for a hitter. And then I can get a pitcher. We have the pitching we need. Hopefully, DeGrom stays healthy. But David Peterson has been what we hope for. I'm scratching my head why Yamamoto has not been in this inserted in the staff and Lucchese is still there. He, Lucchese yeah, has yeah, shown Lucchese he cannot pitch. No. He's he, I would say he, he just can't get out of the fourth inning, third inning every time he plays. I think he's better suited yeah. for the bullpen. But Peterson's good. Strowman's been playing really well in a contract year. Hopefully DeGrom's injury is nothing serious. You have Syndergaard coming back soon. Carrasco should be back in two weeks. And you throw in Yamamoto as a floater. And yeah. I think and if Yamamoto pitches well and everybody else pitches well, you know, we don't need anything. And our bullpen's been great, minus Diaz. Our bullpen's been awesome. Miguel Castro has been like the yeah, deal definitely. of uh, uh, thank God uh, which we'll call made that move before we fired him. Uh, Agent loser, fucking uh, Brody. Brody, man yeah, Brody. That's the best move he made. That and JD, him and JD Davis have been the greatest thing he's done to this for the franchise. Yeah, yeah, but the thing with Castro is, I think they they might be using him too much now. I think they yeah, well, because they they're leaning on him. They're leaning yeah. on him. I like I, I like Meg has been good ever since opening day. He's he, yep. he's bounced back. He's he's he settled in. Uh, they brought up Sean Reed Foley, who's he's, he's yeah, okay he's at best. Great. He's been great. He, he's been great in uh, in long relief. Yeah, but he, yeah, Familia, yeah, Familia yeah. has been okay so far. I haven't seen much from him. Diaz, you can't do back to back. I don't understand why Rojas thinks he could do back to back with Diaz. Also, he's bringing him in a non-state situation. I just don't understand. The guy can't handle pressure. Okay, if if he can't handle an eight three uh eight three lead, you think this guy can handle a two one on a back to back? No. So what are we no. doing? But he did pit. I will say this: minus the one blown save, or not blown save, but the minus the one hiccup in Chicago, which I can't fault him for that because runner that stupid rule of runners start on second base. He had pitched yeah. decent. He had pitched decent. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was pretty good up until that you, point. Yeah, you but, can't use him back to back. You can't use him back to back, and Rojas needs to know that. I don't. As a fan, I know that from since we've traded for the guy. Yeah, but if they want him to be the guy, he has to be good in those situations. But you can. I, I I have more faith in Castro and Trevor May closing games out than Diaz right now. And May was a closer for one year in, in in Minnesota. Yeah, he was. So, yeah, they have options there. But you have to keep putting him in, in those situations in order for him to get used to it so he can get better. And I, guess that, and I guess that's what Rojas is thinking. But, you know, at yeah. some point, the Phillies almost won that game. If it wasn't for the the inches that saved yeah, us from that game. Yeah, Paskins needed one more push-up, you know, to – Get that yeah. over the wall. Oscar says keep, keep eating fucking protein, and maybe he would have got that ball over the plate or over the fence. Lager. Yeah. We have uh, Lugo coming back soon, right? He should be back. Yeah, like, Lugo should June. be back. So maybe he could start closing games when he comes back instead of uh, DS. I, we're, de- we're definitely going to make a move. Maybe one of the Giants, if the Giants fall out, maybe one of the Giants or, or the Giants know that they're not going to be able to win their division. Maybe they just make a move almost like the, what the Yankees did, and then by, by next year they're going to be in play. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Get get where they can, because all those guys are on one year flyer. I think after maybe Alex Compton, a two year deal. Every, uh, Cueto's on his final year of his deal. Um, which McCall's on his last year, his year. Gosman and so is uh, Disclafani was a one year flyer for six mil. So if those guys are pitching yep. great, you move them to a contender now and get yeah, the yeah. great value you can for them. Yep, definitely, a hundred percent agree. So we'll see what happens, but I just don't know like who the Mets would want, who who they try to target. No, you know, to help them at this moment. So gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. I think I, I to be honest, I think the Mets make a move for an outfielder. I don't know who it's gonna be. 
But, you know, you, I, I, I still I, – I don't know what the infatuation is with Nimmo. I still don't like Nimmo. I even know he gets on base. Uh, and and he, the, he's been pretty good defensively, too, this year. He made a nice catch. Uh, that's it. But Almore has outflashed him in the outfield. Same with Pilar. Pilar's playing really well. Yep. Um, but we, we just need some. I think we could just use someone else off the bench. I think we could use like um like what Castellanos brought to the to the, the Cubs that year. Like we just we yep. could just use that. We could actually use him. I think he's on a second year. Oh, I would love Castellanos on this team. Oh man, bring me Castellanos. <laughs> Tom Smith has been underperforming well. Yeah, yeah, we could go we could go on with these with, with, with the Mets. We should have yeah, we, the we, whole we team just is... have a show about the Mets. <laughs> um but what we'll do in closing here, uh, I'll just close out my last surprise and see what you think here. I'm going to the AL Central here. I thought the Twins were going to be an absolute lock, even though it's still early on in the year. The Twins have been dreadful, and the the Kansas City Royals are in are in first place. I just, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, no, yeah, very surprising with that. Uh, I don't. Well, obviously, get it. the 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 Royals were kind of like in contention because they traded for Benintendi, so. Like yeah, they and they have, they they have Slugger still there. They, they bring in Mike Miner. I'm just – Danny Duffy's – This it's it, we've been saying for years that Danny Duffy's good, and he's never shown it. This year he's pitching AL – he's good, a, like Cy Young, Cy Young yeah, stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So very surprising that the Twins have been trash lately. Oh, uh, Twins so. are dreadful. The, the Indians are playing better than the Twins. Yep. The Indians are playing Cop- over 500 baseball. With uh, how are Rosario and Jimenez doing there in, in Cleveland? I think they're they're doing pretty well, right? I, I think yeah, uh, Jimenez is doing all right. I think they want Rosario out. The guy can't play defense. No, I think they moved <laughs> to center field. Right? Yeah, he's playing. He, he's switching center field with um, I think with Oscar Mercado. I don't know who their starting center fielder is. Um, but he's playing. He's switching time. He's not. He's not playing any infield. You know, they have Cesar Hernandez at second base. They have Jimenez playing short. J Ram at yeah. third. There's no room for him in the infield, so they're, they're hoping he could catch win in center field. But uh, I think he's doing well. He's he's doing well hitting wise, but he's just you know he's he's just not there yet for a center fielder. It comes with time. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Maybe by this time next year, you know, Rosario might be a starting center fielder for that team. It's possible because uh, I don't think they have any like prospects right that could take his place. I know they have yeah. that guy Tyler Freeman at shortstop. He's coming no, up and- as a prospect. Yeah, for the Indian, and yeah, and they and they did send any Rosario. I know they had guys like Bradley Zimmer, um, but yeah. I don't know if those guys are still in the mix. You know, he was on that that uh that World Series team, and they also had uh, uh which we'll call it. They let go of Tyler Naquin, which was surprising, and he's lining up in the in, in Cincinnati, or at least was. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's at right now. Um, and they had uh they yeah. had someone else that's that's uh, that's, that's escaping my mind. But you know they had guys, and I, I just don't I, I don't know what's going on over there. Their farm system could be a little bit depleted because they wanted to win now. Is that where um? Uh oh, I think we lost Chris here. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Well, lost Chris through technical difficulties, but um, yeah, that's been that's been pythons and pylons this week. Um. I think next week we're, we're going to be breaking down the draft when Vinny's back in town. So uh, catch you guys on the next one. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the video if you're watching this on YouTube and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, peace out and thanks. Let's go! We're Brooklyn!